This is your video cast for Tuesday, January 25th, and I'll just say it, Suave. I'm going to say it, and I really mean it. Let's go! Let's go! Speed Weeks 2022 is here. Now, I know, I know, we had Volusia 1.0 this past weekend, and some, not me, some might say that that, Derek, is the official kickoff to Speed Weeks, but to me, that's just the, that's just the appetizer, portion of speed weeks that's the that's the caesar salad swab that comes out before the meal you're gonna eat it and you might find it tasty you're into it a little bit but in reality Derek the main course starts this Thursday golden Isles is where speed weeks really starts and we have GIS in just 48 hours Kyle Bronson's golden Isles speedway how about that KB track owner uh, and how about this Derek for the 15th year 15th year, 1-5, 15th consecutive year. Dirt on Dirt will be covering Speed Weeks in full 15 years, man. When did I get so old? We've got a jam-packed next 90 minutes from inside the Dirt on Dirt studios in Bloomington, Illinois. Our own Derek Kessinger was at Volusia 1.0. We'll get his thoughts on that. We'll preview every aspect of the upcoming 23-day Speed Weeks journey. Todd Turner joins us to talk about that, and Brian Shirley, who will race in every single event, Derek, in Georgia and Florida, which is unbelievable. I want to bring in my good friend, D. Swab, Derek Kessinger. Now, Swab, this is our 10th year in a row doing Speed Weeks together. How many years in a row have this we done? This is my 10th. Is that right? 2013 was my first year. Wow. Because I started full-time 2012, but it was in May, so Speed Weeks already happened. Wow. That is, um, <laughs> that's almost impossible to believe. Uh, before we get to this upcoming week, Derek, I want to recap with you. You were at Volusia 1.0. Uh, talk to me now. You know, I have kind of in my notes here. Derek, take us through the three-day weekend. Wasn't really a three-day weekend. You went down there for three races, only got to see one feature. Uh, be as kind as you can. How, uh, give us your recap of Volusia 1.0. All right, I want to do good, bad, ugly. So oh, we'll start off with okay. the good. Four months removed from uh, finding out. He had cancer, prostate cancer. Dale McDowell goes down there in a track that maybe doesn't fit his driving conditions, to say the least, and put a whooping on the boys down at Barberville. To see a comeback story like that with the McDowell family, him and his brother Shane have been racing the, their entire life. It was uh, very cool to see. He also gave us a PSA. Drivers, I know you don't like going to the doctor, but go get stuff checked out. Right. So. It was uh that was also a pretty good quote by him. Another quote he had was uh he felt like he was eighty five percent going into Volusia. That means the car to be hundred and fifteen percent to equal out, you know, the two hundred percent. So uh that car was dialed yeah. in. The bad was the just the so many cars, which is good to have, just the delays of the racetrack. Kind of put us behind the eight ball because we had to postpone Thursday's feature because it would have been about four or five in the morning when we got done. We raced that feature on Friday afternoon. Well, then it starts raining on <laughs> Friday, and it kind of just denied everything. Rain out on Saturday. And the ugly, I would have to say, is just the, the track conditions. You have a whole bunch of cars going down there. Everybody's fired up for speed weeks. Um, you have a great field. You have Kyle Larson, Brandon Shepherds of the world there, Jimmy Owens. Uh, you were going to have T-Mac there. He didn't participate at all this past weekend. And, you just had a collective group of cars, as Dustin Jarrett would say, and then just the track. They put some new clay down, and that was the talk of it. I did my Speed Weeks Minute on it. Just not that black gumbo we're used to, that black dirt. It was uh, lighter in color. People were concerned it wasn't going to stay intact, and obviously it didn't. Um, rough conditions, but that was maybe the ugly. But I have confidence in them. They're going to have a lot more laps. The Gator Nationals is coming up. I'm sure they're going to work on it tirelessly and then obviously if Todd comes on they were working on it nonstop throughout the night so 
Hopefully, Volusia 2.0 is better. But, I mean, Mac Daddy went in. That was epic. Good recap that there. Was epic. I watched your Speed Weeks Minute. Uh, I was at a 40th birthday party for myself, so I wasn't able did to you, be Did it. you host it yourself? I did not host it myself, <laughs> but I, I, I'm considering that for my 50th. Uh, I thought your recap in the Speed Weeks Minute was good. And, and we talk about the new dirt. Listen, I, as, as part of a racetrack ownership group and as being involved in many events, you always have to be careful when you put new dirt down, right? That's the one thing. And you know, like, here's the thing. I know the folks at WRG, they didn't want that. And, and by and large, the folks at World Racing Group love racing. I'm t- I get so tired when I read people, oh, they don't care about th- They do. Trust me. The World Racing Group people want to put on good shows at Volusia. Just the new dirt might have gone down a little too soon close to the event. And then the conditions, uh, the other conditions uh, weather-wise and stuff that affected him. Derek, it just kind of spiraled into one of those head-scratcher weekends, right? Like, uh, I know you kind of shared a piece of information with me that Rick Schwally had texted Casey Schumann and said, hey, man, you know, they had their issues at Brownstown last year in March. And Rick said, Casey, I've been there before, man. Keep your head up. And that's all you can do after a weekend like that. But that dirt, yellow, almost the color of this yeah. notepad, right? Just so different. Like, old Volusia, new Volusia, black <laughs> versus yellow, just it was just odd to see it like that, but you know they're going to spend the next two or three weeks. That's all they're focused on right now. Yeah, and I talked to I-55 owner Ray Marler. He was down there, and he said he saw him put on the dirt there maybe two or three weeks ago, and it rained. So you already got it wet yeah. conditions down there, cooler weathers. It just didn't not, did not work out well. And uh, some drivers maybe were you know a little upset about that, but they all came and participated, and they all were running for second because Mac Daddy put on a show there. And he was starting in the front row before they postponed Friday's portion. So they're going to redo that one Wednesday of Volusia 2.0 in Barberville. So excited to see that. It's very cool to see him. I think the last two times Dale has raced now, he has victories. He kind of said he is going to step away a little bit <laughs> in October. Then he wins that one. That was pretty cool. A couple of uh, other notes that I've got, too. We mentioned the track conditions again. I mean, the color of the dirt and all that was all the talk down there. Derek, a lot of people are wondering, hey, there's all these high-dollar races coming up this year. Nobody's going to go to Speed Weeks, right? Everybody's saving their stuff. 47 cars at Volusia. Nine more than last year. Nine more than last year, Sunshine Nationals. A really good field. And, you know, I'm looking through my, my driver list that me and you and Ben Shelton and Steve Francis and everybody work on for Speed Weeks. I got 45 for Gold Niles. I got 41 for Bubba. I got 41 for Alltech. 130? I got, I got 60 for East Bay. Francis says 70, so we'll see how that plays out. Volusia 2.0 will be in that 45 range as well. So, all, all the great fears of no cars coming to Speed Weeks have been greatly over-exaggerated. And I think people are just – that's the new norm. We're just going to race nonstop. Yep. People are just going to keep updating their equipment when there's some big money races. Because last weekend it paid very well down at Volusia, you know, 2,000 for 10th, 1,000 to start. Um, you just had those 10 grand shows, the three of them. So people are going to go down there. It's a track that everybody was used to, unfortunately – they weren't expecting different clay, but it's speed weeks. These guys have been in these tracks before. It's kind of like a family tradition. We all go down to Georgia, Florida this time of the year, and I think it's kind of going to keep going like that. And I think the car counts will always be in those mid-40s to 70 or 80 we have at East Bay. We will, well, hopefully only three more years at East Bay. We will talk about those family traditions here again. But the World of Outlaws season opener behind us, I wanted to set the table for what we've got coming up here as, to me, kind of the real essence of speed weeks kicks off. Derek, with all due respect – to your Summer Nationals coverage and what we've built on the Summer Nationals coverage. To me, our Speed Weeks coverage at Dirt on Dirt is our best stuff that we do the entire year. Most of the Dirt on Dirt staff, virtually all of us at some point, will be in Georgia and Florida for the entire time. And it's just relentless amounts of coverage. Excuse me. Coming at you every day. Derek, I'm going to take a little sip. My weekend in Vegas. Little, little dry throat. I'm 40 now. I can't do it like I used to. So let's remind people first before I tell you about all that coverage. 
what races are happening over the course of the next 23, 24, 25 days. Kane, throw that up, and let's start with, of course, Golden Isles. And I'm also including where you can watch the streaming for all these. So our friends at Mav TV Plus, you can watch the three races, Derek, back to three nights at Golden Isles, 10, 12, and 15,000 to win. How about these, Derek? Don't forget... Putnam and North Florida, they've got that American Super Series events for 2,500 and 3,500 to win. If you didn't want to take in the big, big, big Super Late Model Series, you can check that stuff out. The Lucas schedule, after Golden Isles on Monday and Tuesday, we take Sunday off. We go to Bubba Raceway Park for a Monday and Tuesday pair of 10,000 to win shows. Page two, Kane. And after that, All Tech for three. That extra week, Derek, in Speed Weeks this year at All Tech for three. Screven, of course, has got their uh, Southern All-Stars are there. That will be live on Flow Racing. East Bay Raceway Park, Derek, for only 18 Lucas races left. Allegedly. It, allegedly. At East Bay Raceway Park, just three years to go. Six times three is 18. Uh, the $15,000 to win finale, February 7th through 12th. And then, of course, Volusia 2.0, February 14th through the 19th. Uh, the, the Outlaws and Dirt Car there. You can watch those shows on Dirt Vision, Derek. So, obviously, a massive slate of racing coming up uh, over the course of the next month. And I mentioned it before. I really do believe our Speed Weeks coverage is the best stuff we do all year. So, what will we have for you? I just want to remind – I know there are the diehards out there, Derek – but I want to remind the folks that don't know, every day the Speed Weeks Minute where we set the scene, Michael Rigsby's voice and Derek Kessinger's voice on air for the Speed Weeks Minute. Race day, the pre-race analysis and winter picks each night of action. We'll have feature race highlights every single night from every single Speed Weeks events, Lucas and Outlaws. Feature interviews, top 10 suave every single night from Georgia and Florida. We will have the top 10. Heat race highlights on our Lucas Oil events. We have uh, part of our coverage package with Lucas Oils. The heat race highlights will be back this year. As long as the feature's not some humdinger, Derek, where there's 47 lead changes, we might use all of our allotted time. But by and large, we will have heat race highlights as well. Uh, Kane, we have more. Shelton Sidebites, up-close-and-personal interviews that Ben Shelton does with uh, various members of Speed Weeks that are there. One lap, one beer. Derek, what tracks are you doing one lap, one beer at? Golden Isles. I mean, you got to do it there. Going to go with Bronson on that one. East Bay because it's easy. Short nights will be going there as well. And then hopefully we can do Volusia as well towards the end. But everybody's tired there. But I think that's the one track everybody will want a beer at after the yes, night's over I, with. I, I so those three right now. And then the final two pieces, arguably my two favorite pieces we do for all of Speed Weeks, the Crew Diary. Crew Diary, Tim Truex and his team are back. This year it's been Tyler Irvin, the best performance team the last couple of years. This year it's Devin Moran, Derek. We're following Devin Moran. And he's already had the GoPro at the Tampa Bay Bucks uh LA Rams game this past year. Yeah, weekend. Big Wiley is a big fan of the Rams now. So he went to the game. I think he was gonna take his GoPro there. I gave it to him. Thursday of Belusia, and they kind of had that feature where they were running top three and they hit the bottom of the racetrack and spun out. So hopefully we got some good content for them. They're uh, getting their cars combed over and getting ready for Golden Isles, and they're playing on running the entire Speed Weeks. And how could you not with last year's performances towards the end at East Bay and Volusia? And, and finally, Derek, the drive home, which has become – I, I don't even – it's hilarious it, at this point. An absolute cult following. <laughs> I had a guy stop me in New Mexico. And listen, our, our fan count wasn't great in New Mexico, but one of the fans stopped me and said, hey – I just got to tell you, I love that drive home on Facebook during Speed Weeks more than anything. Every single night, Facebook Live on the Dirt on Dirt page, myself, Derek, and Ben Shelton most nights will recap everything from Speed Weeks, everything we saw that night. We'll go through drive throughs Derek. We may pick up uh, homeless people. Who knows? We're going to be busy on the drive home, but the drive home returns Thursday from Gold Miles. So uh, I hope that this year's drives homes or drive homes 
will be before 3.30 a.m. like they were last week, and that we can talk about features when we drive home as well. So <laughs> yeah. that is our goal. We need some feature racing. Swab, if you exclude one lap, one beer, what is your favorite piece of content we have for uh, um, Flow and DoD during Speed Weeks? Ooh, I mean, I like the minutes. You like the minutes? I like the minutes. It's the first thing I ever edited at Dirt on Dirt. I know it's Summer Nationals, but it's the same thing, same format. And uh, you'd always get those news and nuggets. And I, it just seems like every day, especially during speed weeks, something always comes up before the racing. And I love doing that. It kind of gets you set and ready to go for the, tonight's events that are happening at the racetrack. I mentioned above the editorial coverage, or we'll talk more about the editorial coverage. Do we have editorial coverage too there, Kane? I think there was one more, wasn't there? I don't want to I don't want to slide our editorial guys. There it is. Yeah, I, before we got to Todd Turner, I didn't want to I want to mention this. So all that stuff that we just mentioned was a lot of video stuff, right? Don't forget on the written and, and photo side, there's so much too. Race stories every night. Uh, behind the scenes with the top drivers and the storylines. Notebooks, quick hitting tidbits, tidbits about your favorite Speed Weeks drivers. A full, this is one of my favorite things Todd does, statistical breakdown every night of their finishes, how much money they've earned, everything. I love the statistical page. And the blogs, uh, Derek, our, our editorial team does superlatives from each week of Speed Weeks, which is this, this this written stuff that Todd and Kevin and Robert do is incredible. Yeah, they're the big dogs of the dirt late model industry and the riding business. Uh Todd's been covering Speed Weeks for a long time, and I picked him up in Louisville on the way down. He has plenty of Speed Weeks stories, and he uh, he got dialed in a little bit there because he hasn't been to Volusia for a few years, so it was kind of a chain of uh, scenery for the Hall of Famer, or at least should be Hall of Famer, Todd Turner. Well, no one has ever covered Speed Weeks from a written perspective like we have the last 15 years at Dirt on Dirt. And that becomes easier, as you mentioned, uh, Derek, when you have the greatest dirt late model journalist of all time who joins us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline, the chief editor of DOD, the Todd father, the godfather, the dean of dirt. Uh, it's Todd Turner. Todd, if I just walked up to you, actually, you know, before I ask you that question, I want to know, did you drive the entire way to Volusia? Because you're a little, you don't like other people driving always. How did Derek do if he drove and did you drive the entire way? Well, I had a little work to do, so I let Derek drive a little bit. But, you know, when I was at the wheel, we were firmly in command, and things were in much better hands. Driving 10 miles per hour less, yeah, speed-wise. Uh, Derek, uh, Derek was bemoaning your speed, Todd, that you might not drive as fast as he would like you to. Well, I mean, Del Mungal gets it done. We're the same age, so you can't be dog <laughs> Two big winners of Speed Week so far, Dale McDowell and Todd Turner. Todd, if I just walked up to you and said, hey, man, Speed Week's 2022, what do you think? I know it's a vague question, but what's your response to that? Yeah, I go back to kind of where we wrapped up last year with the the rule changes, the the Lucas Oil and World Ball Up coming together to put rules uh uh, first off, the droop rule with the Lucas Oil Series for the first time, and then some body rules that will be universal among uh, uh, not just those two series, but other series. And this will be the first time they're employed for Lucas Oil. We saw it a little bit at, uh, at Belusi the other day. It was a long tech line. Uh, now, most of these drivers, if you had a car that was in good shape last year, you don't have to do dramatic things to get it whipped into shape. Uh, but now, these days, between Lucas Oil and World of Laws, which Speed Weeks, this time of year, is certainly a time when guys go back and forth uh, between those series quite often. You should ideally have a car that is identical, that you will not have to do a single thing to the body or uh, the way you deal with the droop rule, which is uh, a, which uh, restricts the, the lift of the rear end of the car. For the most part, you will not have to mess with that. So that's a nice thing uh, for Speed Weeks. 
we'll see how it goes for the Lucas Oil guys here at uh, starting at Golden Isles because that that drooper or the post race check of uh, how high your uh, rear end of your car goes up it'll be the first time they've done that so uh, it'll be interesting to see hopefully there'll be no uh, no hiccups at all with it and uh, and and maybe even more series and more. Uh, uh, more serious throughout the country will, will adopt these universal rules and make the sport better uh, overall. We have heard just so many whispers about, and I kind of referenced this in my open with Derek, you know, this is the biggest money year in the history of dirt late model racing. And so many guys, they're not going to go to speed weeks. They're going to sit it out. They're going to get their car ready. You know, but again, I'm looking at this driver roster here that we've put together. It looks pretty similar to me that it's always looked. Um, like, do you, do you do you really think we're going to be much out of the ordinary for speed weeks because of all this money? Because the way I sit, eh, looks pretty similar to me. I think you're right. I think probably it's much to do about nothing. And and, and if anything, we we got a curveball thrown at us when we had more cars at Volusia here. So that kind of that kind of hints toward maybe uh, some bigger fields. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on the exact car counts. Of course, we have some guys that aren't going to come. Bobby Pierce, he he hasn't been a regular speed weeks, although he won last year. Apparently, Jonathan Davenport, uh, at first he was just going to run three races. Uh, now it looks like he's added those all-tech races as well. But then we also have some new guys coming down. You know, people are running rookie for the year on the series. Uh, Chris Simpson from Iowa was at Volusia and plans on being back at Volusia. And Jimmy Mars hasn't been at Volusia for a long time. So you get a mix of guys that have or haven't come, and they will or won't show up. But uh, but I do not think we will see a dramatically uh, dramatic different car count. Last year... By the way, we averaged 57 cars uh, for all the super late model events. So I, I would say we'll be in that range, hey, probably a little less, but probably in that range again. One thing, don't forget, these national series, you know, th- they see what's happening too, and they have kind of beefed up their loyalty programs, beefed up some bonuses, uh, beefed up purchases, uh, you know, the points funds. I mean, they are trying to attract drivers as well. So if you are going to run one of these national tours, you know, you're coming to Speed Weeks to do that. And uh, so they're trying to make their uh, their bonuses and their money look as good as it possibly can to try to attract those drivers or keep drivers who have run the series in the past. Todd, are you surprised at all at what Speed Weeks has now become? It's this 23, really 26-day odyssey if you count the first Volusia. It's, it's just become this behemoth, really. Like when you were going to Speed Weeks in the mid-'90s, was there any indication of this, that this could happen, this monster it's developed into? Did you ever see it being this? Uh, I probably hoped it would have, but I, I did not see that. You know, I think I think generally, especially back in that era, you kind of thought for a while you thought of Speed Week, East Bay, and Volusia. And then you throw in, a, a, you know, a sprinkling of other tracks come and go, some of the Georgia tracks some of the other Florida tracks, but really you're, you're in the teens of, of numbers of races. And of course you get a couple of rain outs. You know, I remember some speed weeks, just 10 or 12 races, you know? So this is pretty, uh, pretty amazing that we're in the twenties now. And really it began with the expansion in 2004, kind of when we developed two national series, because they both kind of have at least a week of racing. Then you throw in some extras. Of course, now Lucas Oil is running 14 races just by itself, which which you know, that, that adds up. Uh, uh, that's where you get into the 20s. Uh, and this will be the first time uh, since 1983 that any one sanctioning body has sanctioned races at four different Speed Weeks wow. tra- Speed Weeks tracks. Uh, the All Star Truck Circuit of Champions did that in '83. They actually sanctioned all of the 1983 Speed Weeks races. So that's going a ways back. 
so, you know, in the eight tracks, if you count to throw Putnam and North Florida in there, eight tracks of speed weeks events, uh, I think that's the most we've ever had. So it's, it's, it's really a lot. And you understand everybody wants to get on board. It's a big thing. You're getting all these guys down here. You know, the longer they are down there and the longer, uh, the more cars you have available, people are going to have races and try to try to lure them in. So uh, it's, it's for the fan who wants to go down and enjoy some warm weather. It's a, it's a great deal. Todd, are we going to see parody like we saw last season? The first, I think, 10 or 11 races, we saw all different winners. Are we going to see maybe a domination of like Brandon Overton like he did the rest of 2021 or Shepard did a few years back? Are we going to see parody or are we going to see domination by a few guys? I think I lean more toward parody. I think we'll have a couple of uh, multiple-time winners, but uh, you know, with Davenport not being there, he's a guy that you think can reel off a bunch of victories. Uh, Overton's going to race, but not every night. So maybe that takes away somebody who might reel off a bunch of victories. Uh, I, I lean toward parody, I guess. And really, I think for, for our purposes as, as reporters, generally we like to see new and fresh storylines. So we kind of go both ways. We either like to see lots of different winners because then we get lots of different stories or you get one guy dominating because that becomes such a key storyline. So we win either way with that. But uh, but I guess I lean toward maybe uh, more single race winners uh, than a whole bunch of uh, multiple race winners. You keep using the term storylines. Let's hit that, Todd. What are your personal top storylines as we head into this thing starting on Thursday at Golden Isles? Well, I think Brandon Shepard and the Rocket House car, you know, they were winless last year at Speed Weeks. I think the first time the Rocket car has been winless down there since like 15 years, I think. So, uh, so Shepard, can, can he bounce back this year? You know, he ran 16 races last year and didn't win. Uh, he was, he, he was middling. He was pretty good at, at Belusia, I guess, but, but, you know, didn't win the first one and wasn't really a threat to win. So, uh, of course, they practice down there all over. Mark Richards takes his guys, and they, they try to practice and hit these tracks and get their cars out in. So it won't be for lack of trying, for sure. So that's one of them I'm looking at. Uh, another one is, um, you know, all the series rookies down there, and can some of those guys show out? Uh, maybe maybe keep them out, particularly on Max Blair with the World of Outlaws and Spencer Hughes with the Lucas Oil Series. And then lastly, you all kind of talked about this already, but, Volusia will will that track be ready uh, once the late models get back there? And I assume it will because they they got sprint cars and some other stuff before that, so they really got to whip that thing into shape. Uh, but the, but I think when we were standing there uh, uh, late Friday night, as the rain's coming down and we're looking at some of these holes in the track, I think there was there was some concern about can they get this thing ready for the dirt car national? So so wrapping up speed weeks, uh, hopefully we go back to a much uh, different and better Volusia. Give me a Todd Turner nugget about each track. Maybe some, some off-the-wall pearl of wisdom about each place. Uh, just, just to focus on the super late models for the Outlaws and Lucas. Uh, just give me an off-the-wall Todd Turner nugget about each place. Well, you know, it was the Golden Isles going back to, to Kyle, uh, going to Kyle Bronson's ownership. And Frankie Lloyd is going to come back and, and, I guess, do the weekly promoting there, the regular season promoting and I think everybody will want to know is that six foot tall, eight hundred pound safe coming back uh, that got uh, that got heisted uh, in two thousand nine. That that turned out to be one of the stories of Speed Weeks when when the safe turned up missing and Frankie was uh, uh, on the <laughs> PA desk and asking anybody where is my safe? You know, it was a crazy time. So that's something I'll never forget at Golden Miles. 
I think at Ocala, we often talk about this, but the, you know, that D-shaped track and those tight turns in one and four, it, it, it just seems like it always jumps up and bites somebody, especially the new coming driver. So keep an eye on that at uh, Bubba Raceway Park. Um, at Alltech, I, I, I say that's a, that's a former asphalt, asphalt track, and I would say that's probably Mark Whitener's best chance to win a super late model race. He's really good there. Uh, so we'll see if that big frog team can get uh, get a win done there. East Bay, uh, do me a favor. If you're at East Bay and you're in the pits and you, you stumble across Keith Nosbich, uh, the longtime driver, they go, ask, go up and ask him very seriously, hey, does, does the tide affect how the racing <laughs> is on the surface? Because he's never heard that short question before. So uh, <laughs> make sure and ask, ask him about that. And then at Volusia, I, you know, me and Derek were talking about this the other day. The guy selling the seat backs, uh, you know, he's been there forever. But now half half the stands have seat backs. I'm like, he's they they kind of knocked him out of business. And I I just saw him sitting there in the rain on the other night, thinking, man, I, I'm not sure if he's really going to do it. Also, one more thing about Volusia: if you got ten dollars. I would go two ice creams over one pork chop sandwich. But, <laughs> but that's just me. Derek, go ahead. Uh, Todd, is Jekyll Island one of your favorite places? You didn't mention that during Golden Isles. I know yeah. you're a big fan of the breakfast. <laughs> I, I do love Jekyll Island. We stayed at that day since umpteen years, and I love to ride bikes there, even though we sometimes have wipeouts. Uh, it's fun to go to the breakfast and to watch Gary, uh, watch Derek try to uh, you know, uh, be suave with the 65 year old woman. And those, and those are the young ones. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I love, I love me some Jekyll Island. I'll miss being there this year. I, I'm going to give Robert some tips on how to handle it. Although I think, uh, if you listen to our podcast, apparently Robert has some Jekyll Island experience. So. No, he does. <laughs> I, uh, Todd, I wanted to hit on last few things. East Bay specifically is we now have only 18 speed weeks, super late model races remaining. That'll be 12 by the time the next couple of weeks are over. In the short three-year history of that track being open that we now have left, you know, I'm getting reflective about the place. Is it a top five late model track of all time? I wanted to ask you that question. Shit, when I got to thinking about it, I've seen 80 or 90 races there in my 15-plus years, which is probably more than anywhere else in the last 15 years I've seen races. But let's reflect on East Bay as we get close to the finish. Is it a top five late model track of all time? And are you getting a little nostalgic for East Bay as we wrap it up here? Oh yeah. I, I, I mean, I think about that. When you, we come down literally to the last race there, I mean, uh, there's going to be some tear shed and that's, that is not a, normally tracks kind of just fade away or something happens and it closes. There's never like a kind of a going away party, but boy, that's, that's something we're getting closer and closer to there. And, and you're right. It's uh, top five. I mean, you could argue, you know, whatever they are, but the name recognition of East Bay, I mean, like to say, I'm going to East Bay, everybody knows you're going to speed weeks and everybody knows what you're going to see. Also to, for a driver to say, I've won a super late bar race at East Bay. I mean, that is, that is something you put on your resume and there ain't nobody going to dispute it. You know, good, good years, bad years, whatever it is. Uh, uh, it's one of those things that, that stands the test of time that you wanted East Bay. So, you know, it's just such a, it's a unique place. And that's what I remember more than anything. Whenever you go down there, people are like, you know, these are guys from the Midwest, from the Northeast, from the South. They're like, there is nothing. We, we don't, we have to figure this track out every year. We do not know how to, figure it out you know even the florida guys it's not like the other florida tracks 
it's been such a strange mix of uh, surfaces and, of course, the mystique of the tide and all that. Uh, you know, that surface has always been one of the trickiest in the country. So it's uh, it's always fun to go there, and it's always uh, so many stories. And now now we get six nights of racing there. I guess in, in the first 20 years or so, it was three or four nights maybe. Uh, but now the six nights of racing, it really uh, – they'll be jam-packed these last uh, couple of years for sure. It's had a, just the last couple of things I wanted to mention. To me, you know, we've talked about this hotel we've stayed at, the Days Inn Jekyll Island. We have stayed at that hotel – I think there was maybe one year we didn't stay there because we, Golden Isles only had one night of racing and we passed through. But for 15 years, I've stayed at the same hotel for 15 years. And whether it's places in Tampa that I go, uh, Ocean Deck in, in Daytona, or all these places in and around Daytona and Palm Coast we go, I, I just, you know, I'm going to be gone 25 days this year, and that's typical, right? 20, 25 days. There is something so romantic about Speed Weeks for me, like this memories made bonds forged with Derek and with you and with Kevin and with Ben Shelton and Dustin Jarrett. And I I don't know. It's like, I almost get sentimental when it's over every year because there's not a lot of things in life you go do for 25 days with a group of people. And I think the drivers and crew members and teams and series people probably feel the same way. Am I on to something with that, that it's just so unlike anything else that it really is. It tugs at my heartstrings and will always have a very special place in my heart. Yeah, and I think people who get to go down there, we probably take it for granted a little bit, you know, because you're sitting there on a Tuesday night in February in beautiful weather and everybody else is up in the snow or whatever or at work or, you know, to get to go down there and to to be part of this, you know, it's a little bit like the Summer Nationals, you know, when you're traveling on that, you really feel like you're part of this little club. And at Speed Weeks, it's kind of the same way, you know, everybody's down there, uh, you know, maybe enjoying some, uh, as you mentioned, uh, off the track fun and, and getting together, and and the the number of stories that people have about things that happen, particularly on rainouts or whatever. Uh, but to be at the track there, you know, and, and to go, I remember the very first. I guess this is thirty years ago. You know, one of the first times I went to Speed Weeks, waking up at like two thirty in the morning, driving down there, and just just so excited to get there and, to, you know, to go to Putnam County and watch Steve Francis win and to get to East Bay and uh, see some of these things for the first time. And now that, uh, you know, we've been blessed to be able to see them, you know, as you mentioned, hundreds of races at East Bay, probably in my, in my, in my case. I mean, it's just, it's hard to imagine. Uh, uh, it's very, it's very special for sure. Speed Weeks is a, uh, it's a different, uh, it'll always have its little, uh, little chunk of dirt late mile racing that is super special before i ask you uh to make some bold predictions as my final question one before that what are your favorite dod speed weeks memories <laughs> is this you trying to get me to talk about the time we went canoeing and we're scared of the alligators or? <laughs> well there's that one but uh anything you want uh that's probably a good one. You know, that one, and there was a, a Valentine's Day dinner at the Mackie Rooney Grill with, <laughs> with the pre-Hunt the, fun, uh, hunt the Front crowd that was uh, particularly noteworthy. Uh, you know, there's, it, it had to be on rain that night, too, because we are so busy at Speed Weeks. But, uh, and then some of those Golden Isles, when the, that was our first Speed Weeks, you, you, me, and Amber down there at Jekyll Island and Golden Isles for you know, 10 nights in a row, uh, going to Savannah and some of that stuff. It was, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of fun times, uh, on those rare rainouts. What are we going to be talking about when speed weeks is over? Give me a couple bold predictions when this thing's done in a month, what are we going to be talking about? 
Okay, I'm going to go from least bold to most bold. Ooh, I like that. Um, I'm going Tyler Herb as a multiple race winner. That would make him a multi-time winner for the third time in four years. I'm picking, and I'm not sure who it's going to be, give me two first-time Speed Weeks winners. Um, I think East Bay will have the largest car count. And uh, I think Brandon Overton will win again. Uh, that'll make him uh, give him six speed weeks in a row with a victory. Um, and then getting a little bit bolder, I think Boo Briggs will make at least two appearances on the drive home, sticking his head <laughs> in the window in some way. And then, uh, and then lastly, I predict the team will be ejected from Belusia for beating the Gators at the Gator Pond. Uh, it will be controversial. But I think someone's going to be tough. Oh, man. That's, those are good. And I, I think, listen, if Derek Kessinger's involved in the drive home, the Boom Briggs bet, they wouldn't even put that on the board, right? You wouldn't even be able to, I'm allowed to bet on it in Vegas. It would have to be East Bay, too, because I think it's the only spot we actually park in the pits. Yeah, where we actually drive by. Yeah, them, and then right? Boom's going to be like, yeah. ah, come here, with a cigarette and yelling at us with his four fingers. So. Uh, Todd, I could talk about this stuff with you all day. I, I really, again, some of the greatest memories of my life are in Georgia and Florida with you. And uh, I just wanted to tell you, thank you for 15 amazing years of covering Speed Weeks together. And uh, I'll hold it down for you this time and make sure I keep these guys in line, okay? <laughs> Do a good job. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. All right. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back after thank you. this. Established in 1983, FK Rodens has been the industry leader for both midget and micro racing. Family owned and operated, we take pride in our products and our name because we know you value yours. Visit our website, www.fkrodens.com to find out how you can join our winning team. FK Rodens, to beat the best, you've got to use the best. Are you looking for the best race shirts on the planet? Impact Race Gear has you covered. With first-class artwork and state-of-the-art screen printing equipment, we service the entire racing industry from dirt late models, sprint cars, modifieds, to asphalt and drag racing. For shirts your fans and sponsors will love and deserve, be sure to call on Impact Race Gear for your next project. Visit our website at impactracegear.com or call 1-877-743-8337. We make it easy to get the best race shirts on the planet. Established in 1983, FK Rodens has been the industry leader for both midget and micro racing. Family owned and operated, we take pride in our products and our name because we know you value yours. Visit our website, www.fkrodens.com to find out how you can join our winning team. FK Rodens, to beat the best, you've got to use the best. 
with the young gun. And down the back straight away. They're side by side of these play. Ripquist, Hubbard, needed third. Hubbard and the ball, they touch. They touch it forward. Here comes Hubbard to throw the slider into Woodquist. Ooh, the slider is right. He and Woodquist whacked each other. And Woodquist going to spin the zero. Scott Bloomquist and Austin Hubbard together and the zero is not a happy guy as he will spin off to the infield in turn two. Third place finisher Austin Hubbard and Austin to say today was pretty dramatic would be an understatement. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's never never happy to run over somebody, but uh, apparently they think that they can run me all over the track and I mean, I'm just not going to put up with it, you know. We all paid the same money to come through this gate and race, so um, it's a shame that it had to be like that, but hopefully, you know, next time we can race clean. <laughs> Derek, that is easily one of my favorite Speed Weeks memories ever of me going to. That's 11 years ago, 2011, Austin Hubbard and Scott Bloomquist, and I love the Chris Steppen boom call when it, when Hubbard hits him going into turn one. I love that Speed Weeks moment. Yeah, that's uh, that was prime Austin Hubbard. He had another good Speed Weeks moment at Golden Isles when he went Ricky Bobby, went streaking uh, up and <laughs> yeah. down. Hoghead was his crew chief. You Just see him in the background. Yep, yep. Yeah, and he's like waving his hands like this, going crazy. He did a nice little Ricky Bobby after a big win at Golden Isles. So. Don't you think, and that's what makes Speed Weeks, and the Summer Nationals has a little bit more of it, but I think it means more in January and February when no one else is racing. When you get stuff like that, like that was at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That happened on a Tuesday at 3 o'clock in February. It just matters more when it happens during Speed Week. Yeah, it seems like eyes are more glued in in January and February. A lot of people that aren't going down to Speed Weeks are hanging out in the home in the cold, watching updates from DOD or MAP TV, watching it live and stuff like that. So uh, definitely seems like stuff is more impactful and dramatic in February, which it's always a good time you get when there's photo finishes or a turbo incident. It's great times down there. I asked Todd what his favorite Speed Weeks memories are. What are yours, favorite Speed Weeks memories? Maybe it's off the track, on the track. What, what are yours? Let's see. I mean, I can tell you what my least favorite were when we did doubles back to back. Oh, those we got rid of those, double. so yeah. those are great. I don't. I like when the young gun, like the guys, like Stormy Scott last year, guys who win their first national national race down in Florida. That's always a special moment for them, and he was very starstruck when he won that race last year. And then uh, he had too many beers in between, and even <laughs> run the second portion of East Bay when they did that double there last year. So, uh, guys winning their first time is probably one of my favorite on-track memories. Off-track, I can't really say. So, it, you have to ask Kovac later. Uh, Suave and I really dove into. Speaking of, make sure to text Kovac and tell him that we're calling him shortly, would you? Because uh, our next guest, I got to give a little bit of shit about. Be the first guy in eight years to stiff me in on an interview. Suave and I really dove into. Who do we want to interview for this video cast? And we wanted someone who was going to be at every race, right? We wanted someone who we look at their schedule, who's crazy enough to compete in all 23 races. And, of course, it's someone who's used to doing the Hell Tour, right, Derek? A guy who's used to this sort of level of commitment. And Derek and I, I know you've had him on Suave Talk, and I'm not sure we've had Brian on a ton of video casts before, so it made sense. Joining us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline is the squirrel, Brian Shirley. Brian, before I get to anything Speed Weeks related, I texted Bob Cohen and I said, Bob, Shirley is stiffing me. He's out running a Bobcat for his buddy Kyle Bronson right now at Golden Isles. And Bob wanted me to tell you that he, all funding has been pulled and to go ahead and pull home. So I just wanted to let you know the bad news, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's probably I just looked at my phone and I seen I had a call from missed call from Bob. I had text messages from D. I had messages from you. <laughs> so uh, I'll try not to do it again. But <laughs> as we're getting ready to uh, get close to you know start here, actually in a couple of days, uh, just trying to help a good buddy out to make sure life's a little easier for him as he's obviously starting a new adventure in his life. You said Kyle Bronson's got you working hard right now. Has he just got you all over the place? Are you putting garbage bags and garbage cans? He said you had you on the Bobcat. What, I know Bronson and you are, are almost best friends. What's going on down there? Oh, man, it's uh, it's like anything when you're starting a new business and you're trying to get your feet wet and understand where everything is and stuff. But we've been all over from, uh, you know, I've probably been down here for a week or two week week and a half ish and uh from the first time i got here we started putting in some drain pipes in turn three and four the one of the pipes had busted so we fixed that and then uh actually this morning or this afternoon me and mark whitener we were out in the middle just trying to make sure you know um at the end of the day you're getting ready to have three live broadcasts on tv and you just you want to make sure that the place looks like a million bucks and how is it looking like a million bucks <laughs> yeah honestly it's uh you know we're really really i should say kyle's really close we're we're down to the nitty-gritty um he's them guys are finishing painting the walls and just doing a few little things so he's he's close he's gonna be fine it's he's still got you know obviously tomorrow's just practice but um it's just all new but uh pretty cool that he's you know took that on and we're looking forward just to getting i'm looking forward to get back to racing and, and uh you know, I quit working on machines and equipment and stuff that a long time ago. So uh, I'm ready to get back behind the wheel. Brian, you're already one race into Speed Weeks. You were supposed to be three races, and you only got one in during Volusia. We're going to talk about that before we get to what's upcoming. What was it that made your team say to itself, you know what, we're going to do every one. We're doing every single race. Take me through that conversation. How would you decide on it? Uh, well, I mean, you guys know over the last couple of years, I mean, Bob Colin – you know, you put all this money into a race team and, you know, as for us to try and get better, you just, you got to go race. So, uh, when we were, you know, we've been doing, you know, really, I don't know, the last three or four years, really, since I've been with Bob, we've really done, you know, all, but, you know, not going to Vado this year, we've done Arizona the last two years. We went to all speed weeks the last three or four years. Um, you know, so, for us, it's just trying to get racing more than um, anything now. We just need some laps, obviously, with new cars, new, you know, everything changed this year as far as cars and equipment. So we just need to get racing so we can get our mind wrapped around where we need to be. You went down there to Volusia to kind of shake that new car down and stuff, and obviously you only get one race in. You didn't make the race, obviously, just some problems all night that went on with everything. Um, give me your take on Volusia 1.0, um, just kind of everything that happened down there and f from a personal perspective and from just the event perspective, I guess, start with you first. What was, what was the issues you guys had? And then obviously you can talk about the event itself too. Yeah. Well, that, you know, that first night there, we'd actually practiced really pretty good. And then we went into the second night and it just got rougher and rougher. And in that first heat race there, I think we were in, um, heck we didn't, we didn't hit anybody and we come back between the heat and Aaron was looking at the car and he's like, man, we got, we had a cracked pinion bolt. We had two, uh, lower tie rods, both left and rights were bent. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're down here for, you know, 23 more nights or so. And I just, 
told Aaron, you know, it was our best decisions, you know, not to try and race that race as rough as it was. So we just put it in the box or fixed what we found was wrong, you know, in that heat race and just put it in the box. And then uh, we actually had made the race the next night that did get rained out. And then we were going to do the same thing really was just going to, you know, make a lap or two and pull in just because there's so many nights down here racing. We just don't need to be, you know, putting that, you know, our cars through that just yet. It was just odd, you know, this new clay that they put on it. Derek and I talked about that yellow color, and I've held my yellow notepad up a couple times. Um, I, I think there's no doubt in the next two or three weeks, World Racing Group is going to do nothing but work on that racetrack. I think they'll have it right by the next time you guys go back, don't you think? Or hope, I guess. Yeah, I had talked to Brian Carter, and, um, you know, they told me, or himself, he had told me that as soon as we left, they were going in there and digging it all out. They were going to try and bring in some lime. And, you know, he, he was already, I mean, listen, he was disappointed yeah. more than anybody. I mean, no, nobody wants to, you know, have what went on last week um, happen. So I knew he told me they had two weeks to, uh, you know, work their butt off to try and make sure that, you know, I'm not sure if it's sprint cars or mods. Whoever comes back in two weeks, you know, doesn't, you know, have a racetrack like that. I would agree. And, uh, Brian, kind of an odd next question for you, but you, you know, you've been gone a week and a half already. You're not coming home till post February 20th. It's a long time away from your family. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate that. How, how hard is that man to be gone away from home and your family and Shannon and the kids and everybody, as long as you have to be, uh, you know, the, that's really tough to be honest. That is the tough, it was really tough this year. Um, it gets tougher. It seems like it gets tougher every year, really, to be honest. I mean, that's one was really one of the decisions why I didn't go to Vado was when you had Arizona the year before when I did Arizona speed weeks, all that. I mean, I was gone for 50 days and I didn't get to come home and see them in between anything. So that was, um, you know, really, really tough. Uh, proud of Shannon, obviously for, being able to take on the responsibility of the kids and everything back home while I'm gone. But it's, um, it's not getting any easier every year. I feel like I tell myself that's, what's really disappointing right now, to be honest with Volusia and stuff like that is I just don't like to be away from home. If I don't mind like racing. And that was really with the Votto thing, just having them days off. Like if, if Votto could have been like six, seven nights of racing straight, I probably would have been more active to go because, um, you know, the downtime is what's tough for me. If I'm going to have downtime, then I just try to spend that time at home. I want to go track by track with you. And I love to do this every time we have a speed weeks preview, I'll name the track and you just give me a little something about each track, just kind of your general thoughts on it. It just in general. So I'll go track by track. I'll start, I'll go gold miles first, gold miles. Give me something about gold miles. Other than your buddy, Kyle Bronson owns it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh golden isles is kind of you know that red dirt it's just it's an animal on its own you don't always know what you're going to get and, uh, and expect but um it can be fast and then all of a sudden it can get really slick all right let's go next bubba bubba uh bubba sandy sandy same you know sandy situation weird shape got like a freaking turn three and four is crazy probably the craziest corner of in any racetrack. Uh, next up, the big boy, Alltech. Alltech. Whew. <laughs> now that thing, that's like a, 
uh, Mach 1 straightaways to all of a sudden, you know, tight corners and uh, probably one of the, you know, pretty scary racetrack as far as just control. Uh, it's just so long, so fast. Uh, you definitely got to make sure that, uh, you know, you watch yourself because it's hairy. East Bay Raceway Park. Oh, man, that's that's an animal on its own. That's like uh, you feel good, everything's going good, and then all of a sudden that thing, you get about 10, 15 laps in that race, and it goes black, and you can't steer, you get tight. Uh, it's just one track that's you flip of the switch from feeling good to feeling horrible. And finally, Volusia. Well, it depends. Are you talking about Volusia a week ago? <laughs> or no? Either no, one, Volusia, either one. Yeah, Volusia just, you get there and it's fast, but it's, uh, you know, it's kind of similar to more of the dirt a little bit back home. So it's it's a little bit more forgiving as far as understanding how to get the car set up. And normally when it's good, it's pretty good track. So they'll, they'll get it back to right and it'll be, uh, you know, a fast half mile. Hey, Brian, Derek Kessinger here, huge fan. I know that I uh, bad luck with you that one time when we got the flat tire on the Rodell door, but we're going to put that behind us. Um, how tough is it going to be for you this speed weeks compared to the last two or three? Are you used to that, uh, XR one? Now you're in the long horn, uh, horns up. Is it going to be a little challenge for you? Or do you think you're confident with that race car? You can make some noise. Cause you, uh, had a fast race car last year, just maybe, uh, didn't get those top five runs, but you were fast early in every single night. It seems like you were in contention last year. Yeah. You know, we've been fortunate obviously to be with Mark and, Steve Baker with Rocket the last, you know, four or five years. So we've, you know, our notebook's been a lot better than where it is. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm definitely nervous. Uh, you know, it's just a whole different situation um, as far as the race car, the setup. I mean, shocks, everything's different this year. So I'm definitely nervous. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's why we're here. We're here to race and try and figure out, you know, how to get better so we can get home and be just as good. So I think we'll be fine as far as once we get racing, but we just need to get racing so we can start understanding, you know, what we didn't do right as the race went on. So um, I don't see us having the worst speed weeks. I just don't see us probably having as strong out of the gate as we would just because I don't – I have absolutely really no idea as far as, I mean, a notebook or anything, one, where to be or what I'm going to do. So we're just going to finish practicing tomorrow and uh, come out hopefully just wide open and try and race as many races as we can. I asked Todd this, Brian, and I'll ask you, all this big money that's in the sport right now, are you surprised that Speed Week's car counts are still looking healthy? I think a lot of people thought, well... Some guys are going to shy away, but it looks like Gold Niles, Bubba, Alltech, holding where they did. East Bay's probably going to be around 70. I guess I thought maybe a few less guys would go, but it seems like, no, things are going to be fine despite all these big purses this year. Yeah, I think it's, it's crazy. I don't, I couldn't tell you to understand what makes people tick, but I can tell you this. There was 170 crates and late models at Volusia, so if there was anything to be scared about, I think Volusia showed that people ain't really worried about anything they're going racing so i think speed weeks is going to be fine and i think this year is going to be you know an amazing year for everybody as long as we can keep control of uh you know the tires and that's the stuff that's going to be tough this year i think the tires and the motors and the supply is going to be the toughest part but 
I think for some reason, racing's thriving. There's a lot of people ready to be here and start racing. So I think we got good things. And even yourselves, you know, Flow Racing and, you know, World of Outlaws, Lucas Oil, all them guys putting up the money for us to do better ourselves. So we're looking forward to trying to make or trying to win some of that money. <laughs> Brian, how big of a difference was it when you were doing the dirt bike days and flat track stuff like their speed weeks and beginning of the season preparedness to what it is today in your late model world? What was it like back then when you were first getting started in racing, especially on two wheels? Yeah, that was different. Um, Cause I was so much younger there and I just, those deals were different because I didn't ha- like I just showed up and raced like I just raced the motorcycle like I didn't have to work on them you know drive the truck uh, but we did the same concept like we actually we went come down here and we would race at Savannah Georgia at that Overthrow Speedway not too far from here I think not really sure where it is but it's somewhere around here we come down here run Savannah then we go down to Daytona run at that municipal stadium actually run at Volusia we ran the dirt down there and then back when it was a pavement track next door we actually raced on the pavement stuff so it's all the same concept just probably not as long um but it it all we they would come in right not too far behind us when we get done racing here the motorcycles will come in about the beginning of march last couple things brian you know me you derek we're all illinois kids right do you have speed weeks memories of a kid brian of you know getting that racing paper and seeing what's going on down there. And it was always like, oh, man, Donnie Moran won a race in Florida or Steve Francis won a race in Florida. It always felt like this far-off place, this distant land. You'd get there. Do you, you kind of have some Illinois kid memories like that when you were really young? Because I know I do. Yeah. No, I mean, I hate to tell you, like, the truth. I mean, I didn't really start racing cars, obviously, until I was about 20, 22 years old. So, for me – um, I didn't know what speed weeks was then as far as car. I didn't even know what car racing was to be honest until about 22. So, uh, my younger days didn't have much of speed weeks in it, but I can tell you when I started racing and I remember the first time I come down to speed weeks and it was just like, it was just like an overwhelming, like an ooh and an ah, like, holy <laughs> cow, you know, this is, these are where the big dogs play, you know, and, uh, when I first come, I was out of my league. I mean, heck I come down here for years, you know, race a couple races and I'd never even make a race, you know? So, um, it's something that you look at and heck even for years, never even would come down here. Cause you just couldn't put it in, uh, you know, the budget to race all year and come down here. Cause it's, it's almost a year in itself when you come down here and race and stuff. But, it's something that's good. It's something that's exciting. And, you know, it's like everybody back home, they're just anxiously waiting for this thing to kick off Thursday. Give me some, a last question. Give me some speed weeks predictions, if you don't mind. What are, what are some things we're going to see Brian Shirley make some squirrel predictions right now? Uh, you, some predictions for myself or some uh, predictions take, of what I'll take. How about speed. not you first, not you first, Give, put your expert hat on, uh, be an, an, an analyst. Well, you know, I think, honestly, I think it's a year of speed weeks that, um, I believe there's more different winners this year than what, uh, one guy winning four or five. Like I, I believe, I believe like speed weeks here. I think JD will be good. 
Um, you know, McCready obviously be good. I think Sheppy will be good. He's looked good so far, but it was like the other night, like even at Volusia, like I think Sheppy was like a quiet seventh maybe or so at the first night. And even though the track was really messed up, I just, I feel like not sure anybody has like a really a distinct advantage of like saying, I'm going to come in and win five or six. I think the competition is higher than it ever is as far as everybody's as close as they could be you know i think chris madden will be good at certain places and just i think it's going to be a really good speed weeks and we're going to have a bunch of different winners derek do you want to give uh, squirrel a pep talk real quick for speed weeks before we, i know he's one of your favorites so i think gonna... i think squirrel it's going to be a big year for you i think we're going to get two speed weeks victories oh so, my i mean no pressure or anything but i was looking at the i was looking at the video last year you had a well, you had a lot of successes in the heat races, had a good, you know, few top five runs. So I think we're going to, you know, break through the barrier here and get a couple wins. So I think wow. you're going to get one at East Bay. Yeah, I mean, it really all just depends on how well. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, we, we got an uphill battle. Um, so I'm not going to go out here and tell everybody that I'm going to win three or four races because I'm not sure. Like, we didn't come down here not to win. Um, but we got to get started and just see where we stand and then try and work on it. But. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be crazy. I think, you know, Turbo and them guys are going to be good. I guess, I think, you know, Moran's going to be good. He showed the other. And heck, what about Dale McDowell? I mean, that guy come out freaking guns a blazing. So it's, it, I just think there's 20 guys that could possibly win tonight, you know, so I think it's going to be pretty cool. Squirrel, we appreciate it. I've got a hold of Bob Cullen. You're not fired. You still have a job. Um, I look forward to, <laughs> I look forward to seeing you Thursday. All right, buddy. <laughs> yes, sir. I apologize for uh, missing your guys' phone call, but it was definitely in good faith. I was out working and not just hanging out. So I uh, appreciate you guys letting me be on your telecast, and we'll see you guys soon. All right. See you Thursday. Thanks, Squirrel. Yep. See you guys. We're going to step away and take our final commercial break. We'll be back with Kevin Kovac to wrap up our Speed Weeks preview coverage after this. Established in 1983, FK Rod Ends has been the industry leader for both midget and micro racing. Family owned and operated, we take pride in our products and our name because we know you value yours. Visit our website, www.fkrodends.com to find out how you can join our winning team. FK Rod Ends, to beat the best, you've got to use the best. Are you looking for the best race shirts on the planet? Impact Race Gear has you covered. With first-class artwork and state-of-the-art screen printing equipment, we service the entire racing industry from dirt late models, sprint cars, modifieds, to asphalt and drag racing. For shirts your fans and sponsors will love and deserve, be sure to call on Impact Race Gear for your next project. Visit our website at impactracegear.com or call 1-877-743-8337. We make it easy to get the best race shirts on the planet. Dollars Richard for the ninth time this year. It's the Ojo and the Lucas Oil 
We stay green in the one. Shepard second, Davenport third, final lap. Here comes Shepard, Shepard down to the outside. Shepard swings to the outside into turn number three. This could be it. Moran is trapped by the car and a turn four down the straightaway. Who's it going to be at the line? Oh, no. <laughs> Devastation by uh, Essex there. One of the great all-time calls. And I... I've asked James, too. I said, James, why did you say, oh, no? And he goes, I don't know. I don't know why I said it. I just screamed out, oh, no, because the finish was so close. Derek, that's another one of those classic photo finishes at East Bay. I think that was on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. You know, at least once this week at East Bay or next week or the week after, we're going to get something like that. You and I both know it, right? There's always a close photo finish. I think we had Bronson, JD, one year. We had uh, Ziegler and Bronson. So, you know, it's going to happen. Close finishes always at East Bay, especially in those – 30 lap, 25 lap, whatever they are, shootouts at the beginning of the week on Monday, Tuesdays. But you never know. We could have one on Saturday, but there's always close finishes at East Bay, and it's always one of the race of the year candidate racetracks. By too. the way, you're, you're, I saw it looked over there. You're rubbing your eyes. You had a little yawn. Is Volusia 1.0 got you that worn down, or is it the crushing yet not surprising Packers loss again that you're upset about? The continued lack of Super Bowls. I mean, all I know is every Chicago Bear fans wish they had what we've had the last 30 years. I know deep down and inside you guys do. And every one of you, you wish do. you had like one-tenth of what the Patriots had, I mean, that's, right? Or whatever oh, that's an anomaly. I wish we had Eli you know Manning. What you I have is an anomaly, and oh, you man. don't know it. I don't uh, okay, you know, it, it was... Hey, I had nothing to say. Uh, Special teams. <laughs> Rogers got to score more than 10 points. Hey, you know what? The game flow was defensive struggle. Conditions weren't ideal. Yes, he missed some passes late, but again, a special teams block on the field goal, special teams block on the punt. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, Mercedes Lewis fumbles. Do you want him to throw it and catch it too at the same time? He scored 10 points. Uh, he should have been more. Greatest quarterback of uh, all time. Yep. Get out of here with that. Okay, Derek, <laughs> I'll tell you one guy I know that loves Speed Weeks, and that's our own Kevin Kovac, who will cover the final two weeks of Florida at East Bay and Volusia. And he's been going to Florida for, I think, 30-plus years. I think I've got that right, about 30 years. Kovac is with us now for the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. Kevin, how long have you been going to Florida now to cover Speed Weeks? Well, uh, consecutively since 1998, right? Okay. So not 30 years yet, but I went twice in 86 and 87 as a – teenager to, to watch the modifieds at uh volusia okay, so, so over 30 years the first over 30 years since i started going but not consecutively I, just I, the last 20 what's that 24 I, that's still a long time it is Jeez. a long time <laughs> i say this all the time that it is speed weeks truly is my favorite thing to go do for a while there it was arizona and i love eldora but speed weeks is my favorite thing but why do we love it so much todd and i kind of hit on this a little earlier what is it about this that we love so much I know. I always like it. It's just, I mean, obviously it's the, it's the one thing going on in, in February. Normally it used to just be February, not January too, or, or just maybe the last right. weekend in January. It's kind of expanded obviously, but, uh, but it's like, it's, it's the racing world is all down there. And then also everyone can't go though. You know, I always get like, I kind of get a kick out of always being like, Oh my God, everybody always says this. Oh man, it's, it's 20 degrees back at home. It's snowing back at home. And oh, it's so beautiful. Everybody has a little bit better feeling to them. You know what I mean? It's even like when you get a nice sunny day in the spring in the Northeast or the Midwest, it's always like everybody has a, you know, there's a little bit better, better, uh, better, a better vibe in the pits. And, and you get that obviously because everyone's so just kind of naturally happy to be not in their cold home 
uh, states and stuff. So I think that uh, that always it brings a little bit of uh, enjoyment to it. And, you know, it, it is the first thing of the year, so everybody's got their fresh stuff and new cars, and it's kind of cool to see that. Swath. Is it true that you and T-Mac played catch in the parking lot? (laughs) (laughs) Who has a better cannon? Who has a better cannon? Uh, I mean, it wasn't in the parking lot. It was right behind the turn four grandstand uh, at Volusia. Everybody, all the kids were up. This was during the late models, too. Remember, I always say that. I didn't know the late models back then. Everybody would just kind of go and throw the football around and play football in the back of the How old were you when you and T-Mac were playing catch? How old would you have been? This was like... 13 and 14, 86, oh, wow. 87. Did you have hair like Kale? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is, is your no, hair like... I did not. <laughs> I did not have hair like Kale. I wouldn't have been able to see the ball then. It have been in my eyes. Kovac, every year there's a Speed Weeks guy, right? A guy that kind of leaves Speed Weeks. And you're like, oh, man, that guy this year. Okay. Do you think, who's that going to be this year? Who's our Speed Weeks guy? Maybe there's one or more. There's so many freaking races. Maybe there's two or three Speed Weeks guys. Uh, so this guy's going to be a surprise or just well, a guy that's going to dominate? I'll take either. I'll take a, wow, he's going to have a good year, or a, man, that guy's going to have a good year, surprisingly. Uh, I, 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 one of my notes was going to be, I'll just throw this out earlier, I guess, is, is Spencer Hughes. That's one guy that, uh, yeah. you know, he's starting out this year uh, as, uh, right from the start with the PCC Motorsports team. Talented young guy from Mississippi. And I, and I think, I mean, hard worker. I, I think that something's going to, I think he's going to be in the mix a few times during speed weeks. It's going to be like his first real big speed weeks trip, but uh, to go as a, as it's going to be the beginning of his late Lucas oil season, first rookie season with the, with the national tour. I, I just got a feeling he's going to do something that's going to make you go, Hey, this kid's got it. And uh, not that we don't think he already does because he's already had some good runs, but I think now he's settled in there and he's really ready to, to make some noise. I want you to empty your notebook for us. This is the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. After all, pre-Speed Weeks, Kevin Kovac, I know he's been grinding on that notebook swap. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's just been writing and writing and writing. <laughs> empty the notebook for us, buddy, before we get three weeks going, four weeks going here, I should say, in Georgia and Florida. I think an interesting guy that's going to be down in, in the Speed Weeks uh, competition for the first time is Garrett Alberson. Um, you know, making a run down there. He's coming down running all the Lucas Oil races. Uh, with the Roberts Motorsports team, you know, out of Illinois. He lives now in Iowa. He's from New Mexico. But, man, he just won in his home state. He ran really, really, really well during the Wild West shootout at, at Votto. So here's a guy that now he's going to take that momentum, bring it down to speed weeks. I mean, he already got a lot of a lot of attention because of the Votto Wild West shootout. It's the only thing going. So, yeah, obviously every all the eyes were on that. And so he comes into speed weeks with, I'm um, sure, a lot more uh, – uh, you know, uh, expectations now, I guess, from everyone and himself and his team. And I'm looking forward to seeing those guys, how, how he does, uh, you know, kind of get some new territory here. And I, I think that they want to expand their team out this year. He's going to be the – he doesn't have Jeremiah Hurst as a teammate anymore. So uh, this could be a year where Garrett, who's learned at the, at the you know, at the side of Black Diamonds, Ronnie Stuckey, and at Earl Pearson Jr. as a crew chief uh, – I think he can make some uh, make some noise this year as a driver. All right, Kovac. Here's a little stats and notes. I want you I want you to do the over under on. So when you're there from East Bay to Volusia, we're staying in the same house every single night. How many hours or minutes will I delay you from your story? <laughs> like we'll be watching the what oh, are those things on YouTube? Those videos of you back in the day, the stats guru. They'd always say those 
racing <laughs> nights. We watch those. So I'm ready to go. Like how the many minutes hour, do you think? Ru- was, yes, rush hour. Rush hour on dirt. Rush hour on dirt. Do you that think it'll be less than an hour? Oh, less than it'll be more oh, than an more hour than an for hour. God's sake. I mean, Multiple over under hours. probably two hours. Oh, <laughs> over an hour per uh, night yeah. times twelve nights. Uh, the over under is ten and a half uh, hours. I'll take the over. By the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but that Derek. And then the problem is we have. Steve Gigas there too. Then he starts telling stories about his prison uh, guard days, and we have to deal with that too. I mean, I I I like to talk too much, I guess, with these guys. So I gotta I have to go barricade myself into a room or by, <laughs> stay by, away from them. By the way, Kovac, I asked you to empty the notebook. Was Garrett Alberson the only note in the notebook? Surely there's more. No, I just paused there, and Derek just jumped right in. I, I so know. I'm like, no, I no do have a couple pa- others. No, don't pause anymore. Just go. Derek will <laughs> jump in. Just fire away, Kevin. Clean it out. Well, everybody should note, too, that uh, Jason Hyatt, he's going to be racing uh, some Speed Week races. The beginning this week at Golden Isles, you know, the Alabama driver, he uh, he didn't he only raced. I really I had to even look back at, the cons- like, actually, did this really happen? Did he only race one time in a late model last year? And that's it. He ran the ice bowl. He didn't race again. Uh, he ran a modified, uh, made a start in a modified beginning, middle of the year. But he's coming back with a new team that's uh, Colton Horner uh, out of um, uh, Alabama also. He's setting up. A, he's really going kind of full bore into the racing this year uh, with the team. Got some uh, XR1 rockets, and he has Durham engines, and he wants to do a super late model deal with Jason Hyatt, who's you know another good, solid uh, regional guy in the southeast and they're going to run gold miles they're going to run the end the last right now looks like the last two nights at east bay and then all of volusia dirt car national so that's kind of that's a new that's a new face to in a new team to be down there at uh at speed weeks and i mean you might have noticed too here's one i mean let's bring team mac into the conversation here uh mccready that the, the team was down there for volusia uh, uh the sunshine nationals never raced uh he wasn't feeling well i guess and uh that he said so um they kind of he sat out and probably was a good thing. Even if he got feeling better the next day, he probably put it was like, hey, maybe we'll just sit out and save our equipment after that first night at Volusia. Probably wasn't the worst thing. Uh, so, but he'll he's uh, planning to be back, ready to go. Should be hope hopefully should everything if everything's all right. If he's feeling good, he should be ready to go at uh, at Golden Isles and defend his uh, championship. Although he might still be a little bit disappointed, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, saddened though by that terrible bills loss though he's a big <laughs> buffalo bills fan you know i mean his helmet he even has a buffalo bills helmet that he wears so oh man i, I felt sorry for him there because that was a crushing defeat for for t-mac after the joy of taking the lead with 13 seconds left and then losing so hopefully t-mac can get over that and get back to racing this weekend is that it that's it. I'll, I'll okay. call it off there. <laughs> we have to work on Kovacs pauses. I can't yeah, I thought he was really, done. Yeah, I think I'm, he wanted us to talk about I'm it. I'm going to do my impression of what a Kovac pause is, but I, let's pretend I'm not done and I have another note. <laughs> so, Derek, I definitely think that that's the way we should do it. And then anyway, like, wait a minute. Is that note, Kovac, it's got to be more like this. It's got to be like, and Derek, I definitely think that's the way we should do it. Okay, one other thing. Like, you got to kind of get, you know, we got to work on your transitions a, a little bit, okay? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing the segues and writing. I'm not used to the, the talking. So you you've know. been on air here for like rolling. a decade now, <laughs> Kovac. Come on. Does he do this on Dirt Reporters too, D or no? Oh, 
they're, I'm about ready to put time restraints on Kovac and Robert on the show because it's just <laughs> oh, it's here. No, they're both great. Oh, Kovac's awesome on it. He's great. But the, oh, the, today I almost had to put one on Robert, but we'll have to watch it tomorrow. Okay. So. All right. Kovac, we love you. I would say I'll see you soon, but it's still like two weeks away from me seeing you at Speed Weeks because there's so much racing before East Bay. So uh, thank you yeah. for everything, buddy. I love you, and we'll see you at East Bay, okay? We will see you, and happy 40th birthday, too. I have to throw that in there. I know that you just you turn, you turn joined the 40 Club with me for, you know, a year or two. I mean, at least we'll, we'll both be in the 40 Club for a year, and then I, then I leave it. But at least you're in the same group now. Hang on. Hang on a second. Uh, after further review, still 39, I, I've determined. Still 39. So, uh, <laughs> just stay I, stuck on that one. All right. right. I'll see no. you in East Bay, buddy. All right, see you there. All right, Kane. It's been a, we've had a fun video cast, but we had Shirley stiffen us on a phone call. We've had all sorts of things going on. Uh, Kane, let's run through this together. First, let's take a look at what racing we have coming up. Okay, let's take a look first at what racing we've got coming up. Here it is, Golden Isles. And you know what? If you want to go to Putnam in North Florida, we're going to consider that part of Speed Weeks. Do it. Bubba Raceway Park on Monday, Tuesday. Watch those on Map TV Plus. Alltech Map TV Plus. Scraven. A little red flow hawk. Watch that on flow. East Bay and Volusia. All that racing coming up in the next month. Kovac pause. Okay. <laughs> and what content can you expect from the Dirt on Dirt group? Speed Weeks Minute. Race day. Feature highlights every single night. Top 10 feature interviews every night. Heat race highlights from the Lucas Oil events. Page two. Shelton, look at that. Ooh, Derek, how about these graphics? Shelton side bites. He gets up close and personals with various drivers at Speed Weeks. One oh. Who's this idiot on the left? I mean, the right? My left? <laughs> who is, okay, who's, all right, who's the idiot on the right? I think it's the greatest race car driver of all time. That's what I think that is. Finally won a championship. Congrats. <laughs> no, he's great. He's, he's Congrats good. on your first beer. Right? They are slow as slaps, though. Uh, that is true. Uh, the slowest lap in auto racing. The Crew Diary won't be turbo this year. It'll be Devin and Wiley and the entire Moran gang. And I think we have one more. It is the drive home. There we are, Jared. <laughs> you, Ben, and Tim. Uh, every night, post-race hot take each night on Facebook Live. All 23 nights from Super Late Model Speed Weeks. Derek's final thoughts before you and I fly out on a plane Thursday. Buckle up. I'm going to be like Shirley and seeing a lot of multiple winners this year. I think we're going to repeat from what we saw last year. Yeah, so. It was 11, first 11 races. I think it was 11 year, right? or 10 or 11, but it was damn close in near a dozen. So that was exciting to see. I think that's what we're going to see again. But who knows? Overton could still be feeling frisky and just get hot and continue with success from 2021. You never know. Some of those stats that Todd threw it, I like. First time since 1983 that four tracks have been uh, – one sanctions had four tracks, and most tracks ever if you count Lake uh, – uh, Putnam and, and uh, Lake City um, – Eight tracks total, most ever at Speed Week. So I it's turning into Summer Nationals. It is the Summer Nationals. For Kane <laughs> Runyon, for Derek Kessinger, Todd Turner, and uh, and Kevin Kovac, I would thank Brian Shirley, but I'm going to hold it back since he was 30 minutes late on our call. Thank you to everybody. And for the 15th consecutive year, guys, 15, you can catch all of our Speed Week's coverage at Dirt on Dirt. A lot of it will appear on Flow Racing as well. Guys, we'll see you Thursday from Golden Isles in Brunswick, Georgia. Can't wait.